were talking about Tupac Shakur. I think we're oh, the yeah. same age. I wrote a paper on him Did in you? seventh grade. Fun yeah. fact. <laughs> I actually I actually took a class at um, the seminary called Theology Theology and Hip Hop Culture. Oh, wow. we talk, I mean, that was a sick. A yeah, sick taught by a white guy. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't actually. That would be hilarious. Yes, that actually might. Welcome be more to my class. Up. Welcome to my class on hip hop. Right. Yeah. Exactly. My name is Matthew Brown. Right. <laughs> or as they call me in the South, John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. <laughs> Did you guys sing that song? That rhymed. Um, no. uh, my teachers tried to get me. Where to are you from originally? Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Maryland, very diverse area. So, um, so black people stereotypically uh-huh. are, are identified with okra. Oh, right. Okay. So sure. you've probably never eaten okra. I actually haven't. My yeah. father has. B- was he from the South? Uh, no. Okay. So one of my favorite foods, yeah. Yeah, Blake, <laughs> I, I fried okra. And so it's known as a, I don't know how it became known as a, as a black person food, Yeah. but it's really a poor Southerners food. Mm. And my family's poor white Southerners. Yeah. And so we ate uh, fried okra. And I was sharing it with all the kids, sorry, all the kids young adults that it. were over at my house. <laughs> Guys, that's how old I am. I'm calling 25-year-olds kids now. I mean, um, and I, so I'll have to make you fried okra, but on, um, it's synonymous, synonymous with okay. like black Southern cooking. cooking yes. So grits, fried okra. Oh my come on, brother. Um, come on. And so, uh, yeah. you know, um, anyways, I, you know, I, I like it. So I will partake. Yeah, my absolutely. wife has 1% black. She, on on, on, on 23andMe.com, yeah, Gosh, she's 1%. Well, no so, way. Well, her name is Tamara Brown. So Facebook it. Like, Tamara they're all Brown. black women. Yeah. Yeah, if your name's no Tamara way. Brown. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That is interesting. So, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, 2.8% American Indian. Huh. Huh. Yeah. And the rest is all Irish. Uh, Irish. Irish. Irish is the dominant. Yeah. Uh, I have some English and some German. Oh. Uh, a little Italian. Yeah, I mean, I'm your typical white American mutt. Mutt, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all we're all in there together, and wow. so, um, and German can be Dutch, can be all you know, can be all kinds of things, yep. and so, yeah. uh, but a lot less Italian than I thought. Hmm. Yeah, you know, like what your what your parents told you isn't always yep, true. Yeah. No, yeah, and they so, really, um, for sure, yeah, yeah, but mostly Irish. So my mom, my grandmother said that we were Black Irish. Black Irish. Yeah, yeah. and I I think there's racial connotations to that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't prove it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, my friends, in, my friends in Ireland say that it means you're Irish with dark hair. But oh. I'm like, I, I don't know. So Probably if somebody has any more information yeah, on there, yeah. wants to enlighten me. But that's what my grandmother she right. said. She said we're Black Irish, and I was right. like, there's no black people in Ireland. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like if if you're gonna go to Israel with me, mm-hmm. and if they call uh, black Israelis, do you know what that means? No. No. It's Israelis okay. who wear black. Oh, okay. There are there are African and, and Israelis, but that is not, when they say when they say oh there's a and and I don't know I don't the word Jew you have to be really careful yeah. so I try to say Jewish because there's right. so many different sects of Judaism yeah so if somebody says there's a black Jew like I think they mean you with like right, yarmulke right, on it right. but what they mean is a <laughs> guy wearing yeah. wearing right. all black and um yeah it's just it's just funny around the world how things are yeah. are so different right. yeah. so um but yeah so hopefully you'll go with me and yeah. um. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And are you going to go with us at some point? Maybe. Have you been? I've been once. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's cheating. In college. Yeah. I mean, she's I like, get to go she's with like my, our global traveler. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I did a stint in Colombia. I Hold actually have never been to Colombia. Where did you live? I lived in Argentina. Peru. Argentina. Yeah. Ah, jeez. So there Sorry. and then Uruguay, Paraguay, Uruguay. down there. Right. Mm. Uruguay, I know yeah. her. Probably one of the coolest places I've been in really? Uruguay. Really? Yeah. And I like just so calm in wow. Spanish 
there's yeah. a word tranquilo, like just mm. like super chill. Like mm-hmm. that's what it was. Tranquilo. Yeah. No, I love the beach. Um, oh. All traditional cities established by Spain. Mm-hmm. So they all have a courtyard mm-hmm. and there's the mm-hmm. church, the, the, the yes, center of right. government, and then all the shops and then it's yeah. just open place. And, yeah. um, you know, Mexico City is just way too crowded. Uh, but most of the cities established by Spain or Portugal, they're just gorgeous. Yeah. The way that they mm-hmm. kind oh, yeah, of organized absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. their yeah. communities was, was yeah, it's great. Good. It's good. Um, yeah, I love it. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, welcome to the debrief today. And I don't know if there's anybody who's going to watch live, but if you want to send in a question, please feel free to do so. So we're going to jump right in. And I have not looked at any of these questions today. I had a tough morning today. I had surgery on my foot. You ever heard of a planter's wart? Negative. I have now. So I got one. We went to Hawaii last summer, <laughs> and I walked wart. all around with no shoes. Oh. Well, it's a virus that's on okay. the ground, and okay. I got one oh, on my, no on my foot, and it's miserable a to get out. A year later you found out? Or? Well, no. I, I started noticing it okay. like a couple months ago. I'm like, you know, I'm walking. I'm like, I right. got a rock in my shoe. What is that? So I, had to, I went to have <laughs> surgery this morning. and <laughs> Right. You should have seen the needle, the nurse. No. Uh did, it, uh, did she drain something or did she? Yeah, and Lorinda, I'm oh. calling you out. She oh, has a sandal. <laughs> she, um, she, man, she, the, the doctor who also goes to sandals, yeah. which she stuck me in the foot, yeah. he went, ooh. Oh. And I was like, Too you're much. killing right. me, come doc. Come on, come on. You're killing me. And then I had to get a shot in my rear because okay. I'm having an allergic reaction to something. Okay. So. so you had quite the morning. Yes. Oh, and I went to the orthodontist, which was nice. Man, you've been shot up, brother. Early yeah. Whites. Oh, man. So ortho, uh-huh. butt shot. Right. You know, uh, I had thing cut out of my foot so so if i'm a little shaky it's mm-hmm. because i haven't eaten and they gave me a what do they call it the steroid shot it's called i forget oh, it yeah. usually you uh, take the ben, pills um, prednisone oh. i got a prednisone shot okay so that's enough information about matt brown's <laughs> yeah, personal well, hygiene okay. and health okay. well, all right glad you're here now. yes <laughs> yes and jeff is repping usc today so yes. our us yes, ucla fans come on now you're <laughs> yeah all <laughs> ucla like, fans are a little upset that's okay i actually prefer a ucla than USC, but that I hurts. do like wearing that U- hurts. USC. Wow, that hurts. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a preference. All right. This question is from Jeremy. Jeremy, we're going to start. What advice would you give parents for navigating the topic of racism oh, with their good. kids? Man, that's, that's a great good. question. That's a great, that question. Is a great question. Um, I think kids are naturally not racist. Um, kids are curious, yeah. and so um, you know, one of the things I've noticed, Jeff, is yeah. um, microaggressions. So now, when mm-hmm. you and I were little, that didn't exist. There was just aggression. Right? Straight up. So now it's yeah. microaggression. Yeah. And so one of the things that we have to get away from is um, like when someone sees you, I guarantee every person mm-hmm. wants to touch your hair. Yes. So, but for a lot of black people, that feels racist. But I can sure. tell you when I travel to other countries, to Asia, to mm-hmm. Africa, um, anywhere where, especially with my kids, where blonde hair is a novelty, we have another word for that in America. It's called minority. Mm-hmm. They, they want to touch, they want to yeah. feel, yeah. they want to see that. And so we have to learn, uh, you know, obviously there's spatial, you know, you know, boundaries. Sure, yeah. Um, people ask to touch me all the time, which wow. is weird. Uh, more so when I had the long hair. You didn't know Matt Brown wow, with the long hair. On. Uh, yeah, I look like the white Jesus everybody's trying to get rid of. Yeah, thank God I got rid of that haircut. You know, they'd be like, "There's, there's that uh, that Aryan artwork." Uh, right, right, right. Um, but you know, I, I think that's one of the things that you have to do is is talk about. And here's one of the things I would do as parents is really, really work on at Sandals Church having relationships. I mean, your family's cheating because you guys are white and black. And so mm-hmm. that's like, you're like cheating. diversity in community. That's right, exactly. You know? But what yeah, we have to do is we have to. We, we, we have to spend time together and push yes. past the uncomfortableness and just say, you know, hey, I'm uncomfortable. Uh, 
but what what does a black person's hair feel like? And now don't ask a random black person that, but like somebody that you know and and and, and you care for, right? right. Yeah. Yours yeah. though, I'm sure even black people are like, oh, what? <laughs> like, brother, what you doing? What's going on, dude? That ain't natural. Did I'm you, like, did you put your finger in the socket? I, I can do I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, what would I would, you? What would you say that because you know uh, that's such a good question yeah. and um, based upon I've actually done a little bit of research on this and um, the majority of parents who are of color have conversations of race mm-hmm. um, with their kids and a lot of times it's because so um, you know for the potential adversity that will come and just to uh, have them prepared yeah. and and the studies actually say that uh, the majority of uh, white families do not because one they don't need to. And what they have discovered is that now, granted, unless those individuals are in very diverse areas, then um, they do have those conversations or almost it even happens organically because all their friends and their neighbors or, you know, the community looks different. Mm -hmm. And so that helps. But for the individuals who are, you know, you live in a very homogeneous area. Um, they uh, of the lighter hue, yeah. um, they don't have those conversations. What they're yeah. discovering is uh, um, uh, kids who grow up with the, having these conversations actually have a broader perspective uh, in life and a global perspective um, mm-hmm. than individuals who don't talk about it. And so I think, you know, as far as because, uh, you know, you said we're cheating, uh, <laughs> we might be cheating, but, you know, we've had conversations with our kids with everything yeah. going on mm-hmm. and they have been difficult conversations but they're conversations mm-hmm. that need to be had and just to kind of see yeah. their perspective even growing right mm-hmm. in front of your eyes um and and even just was like you know he was like my my oldest um son yeah, you who's should nine. share how old your kids are yeah as well. uh nine when he's turned nine uh, my birthday yesterday oh happy birthday. you know i was waiting for 42? a text i was waiting for a text I'm but sorry. i didn't get one ooh, that's all right i know you're so busy brother yeah, yeah. um but uh 42 turn 42 yeah, yeah. but um and my my son justice uh has has his birthday on my day so we both Aww. share the same birthday mm-hmm. so he turned nine um and then holland uh turned um seven he's beautiful uh, who he turned seven two weeks ago and then titus um who is four and mm-hmm. then atticus who is two mm-hmm. and so having the conversation justice was even like you know he's almost a little fearful uh, mm-hmm. For me, like, oh, I hope daddy comes home. Yeah. And then we had to like kind of set him straight really quick. First of all, um, and I called him up. I said, um, I do not. Um, God has not given us a spirit of fear, justice. And I don't I don't fear going out. I really don't. Right. You know, and so anyway, all that to say, but just having these good conversations to happen with my kids and that will prepare them later on in life. And there's no right or wrong way to have them. You just mm-hmm. start having them. Right. So, yeah. And I would say this. So um, I think especially as white parents, you have to prepare your children for what I, what I think is inevitable. And, and I don't know, you know, you saw the news, did you, on the news, the news that was put in the, um, uh, the NASCAR, the one African-American black, that's double, the, the one black NASCAR driver, they put a noose mm-hmm. in his thing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah. who knows yeah. who did that or what, you know, I'm all, when I see stuff like that, I'm like, is someone that dumb? But there's yeah. always yeah. inevitably a reaction, um, because white people are extremely sensitive, and I think if they're um, insecure, unsure, um, you know, there's going to be a reaction. There's going, you know, you, they're, they're, you're going to see, I think, a heightened um, reaction of white supremacists, Aryan nation. You're, you're going to see that because white people are people, and you have evil, sinful people amongst white people, and um, a lot of kids don't know 
where to respond. And it's like the prisons. You can mm-hmm. take us and we can be best friends and we both go to prison. They're going to put you with the brothers and they're going to put yep. me with the Aryan mm-hmm. nation. And so whenever yep. countries get like this, we kind of run to our corners. Yeah. And so we got to yeah. be really careful. Right. And, and what right. I would say right. is yep. this is not the time to run to our corners, but it's to run to the church and to each other and say, Amen. Um, Amen. you know, make sure that you're standing up for, um, especially with kids, because kids make fun of difference. So right. that can be race, right. yeah. but it can be special needs. Yep. Um, it can be, when I was a kid, it was glasses. Yep. So you make fun of glasses, you make fun of freckles, you make fun of height, weight, um, in junior high, smell. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some kids are a little late to the deodorant <laughs> yeah. train. Amen, train. girl, come on. Amen. You smell those, Amen. That's, those stinky bodies. I still work with teenagers. Amen. <laughs> right, right. They still haven't learned dude, in high school here, now. You come here on a Wednesday night, dude, right. and there is a, no, there's right. a there's mist. A, <laughs> it is a holy you mist. You it's pleasant. It. Yeah. And so what I would just <laughs> say is it's really, really important. And, and right. here's the thing is, as going forward, and this is my prayer, yeah. is that as groups, we could say, okay, I need to be... Uh, I need to be in group. If, I, if I'm if I'm a, a black person, I go to this this church. I need to be in group with some white people. Yeah. Yes, that's and not great. just to educate them because no. that's arrogant. No, no, no. Right. But to say to love them, to connect with them. Absolutely. And if I'm a white person, I need to be with some Latinos. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have a ton of Asians at Sandals Church. Riverside has as a low. There's a lot of Asians in Southern California, but for whatever reason, Riverside yeah. has an extraordinarily low number of Asians. We need to go find them. Yeah. Come on. So, yeah. well, come on. You know, well, I uh, like what you said that, you know, getting in groups and it's not just to educate, but right. it's to build relationships Absolutely. for equity. Absolutely. Like, and if we could think that not just to educate, but build equity. So, so huge. And, and I would even say too, you know, I don't have kids, but mm-hmm. working with a ton of teenagers, we've <clears> had some incredible conversations. Yeah, I, I would say to the parent out there that's wondering, how do I even navigate this? Where yeah. do I start? Just start, start yeah. having yep. a conversation. It's huge. That's why I think all of us thought this question was so great. Yeah, it's just absolutely. brilliant question but also to kind of what you were talking through a little bit is don't don't come to the table defensive um because i can imagine too there'd be a generational gap as well sure you know and so i think if you're if your kid has questions about what they're seeing, what students are talking about, mm. to not come to the table maybe with your own defensiveness or, you know, just we can all feel that rise, but just to yeah. leave that mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. to know that, hey, this is a safe space where we yeah. can have that Amen. conversation and not be offended. Yeah. But then I think the other thing that comes into conversation and navigating the topic is modeling it. That's why I love yeah, this sure. idea of, hey, if you're in community, whether you're black, whether you're Hispanic, whether right. you're white, Get in community with people that don't look like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just it's just get to know each other. And, um, you know, I grew up around a lot of black people yeah. and I used to get just goofy questions. And, you know, yeah. I mean, they would stare at me, my blonde hair, right. you know, um, I had some aggressive sisters growing up, you know, and I was like, I'm, I'm like, whoa, you're scaring me. <laughs> right. um, don't, don't. You know, hey, don't. so. Uh, you know, and it's just it's just asking questions because there are differences, and sure, I think one good. of the things that we've done that has just hasn't worked is we're all the same. Well, we're not all the same, yeah. uh, and I got news for you: uh, white people are not all the same. Like I married a white woman. We were not raised with the same values, sure. the yeah. same culture, sure. the same yeah. world. Yeah. We are extraordinarily different, and yeah. so, you know, part of the I th- I think the problem is white people have been lumped into this one category. Mm. You know, mm. did you immigrate mm. from Germany? Did you immigrate? If you go to yeah. Europe and you say white, people look at you cross-eyed. Yeah, because French are not English, and English are not Welsh, yeah. and Welsh are not Scots, yeah. and Scots are not Irish. Yeah. yeah, and and they get really offended with that. Um, you know, and, and you know, with Nancy Pelosi and them, I, I, they wore the colors of one ethnic group in Africa. For those of you who don't know geography, Africa is like the size of Canada. Right. 
uh, America, Mexico, and maybe half of South America. It's huge. It's it is huge. Yeah. I mean, it is a, just a gigantic thing. So to wear a, I mean, that's like wearing the Mexican flag to represent all of Hispanic culture. Yeah. You know, and and I mean. Colombians are like, yeah, <laughs> like, come on now, we're gonna play some soccer and we're gonna fight, right? right? There's some tension there, and so the, it's just it's ignorance. Um, you know, uh, West Coast Africa is very different from you know the East Coast. You know, one's heavily influenced by mm -hmm. Islam, one's mm -hmm. heavily influenced mm -hmm. by Christianity, mm -hmm. uh, he mm -hmm. heavily influenced by French, yeah. um, yes, right. South Africa. Yep. So it's all very, very different, and it yep. is such a gigantic place. Yeah, yep. mm. um, and you don't know that until like you fly to South Africa, and then you go, yeah. you know, oh, you landed Other in place. Egypt, which that's is true. Africa, right? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't realize that, and you have a twelve-hour flight. Yep, that's I mean, true. Right. Yeah. It's just it's just huge. And so I would just say two things. Educate people on the world. But here's the thing. Just like with sex, you have to educate people on what God says. You have to do that. Amen. And be careful that you don't slip into uh, because I think the world is better at being articulate than we are as Christians. We, you know, yeah. God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Like, no, <laughs> that, you know, that doesn't yeah. work. And you have to learn to be articulate. And uh, like just the other day with sex, somebody that I love said, well, love is love, right? Hmm. Well, okay, that's not what the Bible says. Hmm. The Bible actually has four different four words different for loves. love. Yep. But love and sex are two different things. Mm -hmm. So so, so what the LGBTQ community has done is they force us into a conversation where we have to agree that love is love, and we're not allowed to talk about sex. Hmm. See what I'm saying? It's very, very hmm. clever, mm -hmm. and we're just kind of like, yeah, right, that's it. Right. You know, we haven't done yeah. well, yeah. and so you have to learn to talk about what does God say about race, Amen. because Amen. God's Amen. word that's says really we good. are of different races and we yeah. are of different ethnicities, yeah. but as different ethnicities, just like different sexualities, we are to worship God in the same that's way. Right. That's right. So, but but that may, that, that may look different, and so... You know, um, like I was with a bunch of white people yesterday in L.A. We were meeting with some potential donors, and mm -hmm. they they go to uh, Angelus Temple in mm -hmm. downtown right L.A. Now. Come right? on, come on. So we are going to sing. Right, yeah. that's and right. I, and no, none of us could sing. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> not that way. And then we had some sisters down at the end. And by that, I mean black women. Right. Um, you know, I have to translate from a right. white audience. <laughs> what is that? Uh, yeah. Right. And, and, when, you know, and so they were all quiet, right? Right. Until they asked... Sister so and so mm. to pray. Come on, and and then come I was on, like, brother. Well, me and come my wife's hair right. was just like, <laughs> you know, and um, and she oh, brought it, and uh, and it was and it was great, and you know what? That's that's okay. Yeah. Um, but then you know, I've noticed over the years, I've had black people uh, years ago. Um, I did a sermon on uh, I can't remember the comedian's name, but he goes off on Jesus. He has a show. He has that sick mustache. Hmm. Uh, black know. TV talk show host. Oh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve oh. Harvey. So Come Steve on. Harvey does the stand-up stand comedy, but he does this routine, and it's about four and a half minutes okay. on the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. And it's phenomenal. It. Yeah, I think I've seen it. And so I told our church, I said, this tells us two things. Number one, we don't know how to respect Jesus. Number two, we need Come more black on. people in our church. Yeah. Come on. And I mean, people fell out of the... Right. <laughs> but I had some black people, okay, stereotypical, right, yeah, come right. up to me and said, the reason we come here is we don't like that. Mm. And we don't want the pressure of feeling like we need to be black church. Wow. Yeah. They're like, we don't want black church. We want to be. And they were offended mm -hmm. at the stereotype. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay. It's like when the two gay guys in our church, Ed and Tom, came to me and said, we want to talk. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. They said, first of all, we're Republican. Like, okay. <laughs> my head went, kaboosh. Right. And I'm like, yeah. you don't exist. That's They're like, oxymoron. we do. Yeah, exactly. Second of all, we're celibate. You know, Come right? on no, now. No, no, we're celibate. All right. 
Third of all, we want to know if we can serve at this church because Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Right. Come on. That's what I'm saying is we try to lump people into categories and then you meet individuals and you go, okay, this doesn't, you don't fit anything of what I've been taught. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, and t- right, These two right, gay right. men have been together since the 1970s right. in a monogamous relationship, wow. got saved individually, wow. you know, and said, um, we're, we want to serve Jesus. And wow. we're conservatives. We're their political conservatives, Republicans. Wow. Like they were voting for Mitt Romney. I was right, like, right. what? Come on. I was like, well, some of you don't know who he Mitt. was. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you know? no Mitt. Yeah, he's a Democrat now. But right. like, yeah. um, back, can, I, can I say, yeah, that's, you can preach it, bring it. Come on. Right. I, I in, just, in your USC colors. Fight I, I, on, I brother. Gotta, fight I, on. I, I just really got to say this. And um, so I, when I went to Anderson University, um, which is I'm where? going somewhere here. Which uh, is in, where? In, the, uh, in, in, in Indiana. Which is like the whitest state Oh my gosh. It's so yeah. I discover where, oh, here's all the white people yeah. and corn. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, right, exactly. But uh, which, by the way, when I got there, I had so many people looked at me like, oh, wow, because they've only yeah. seen like the Cosby show mm-hmm. and, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They'd never yeah. actually seen a black person right. in person. Yeah. It's oh, wow. crazy. No, absolutely. Uh, I had this one person tell Amistad, she's like, Jeff, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, well, you ain't yeah. got to apologize. I, you, yeah. you didn't do that. You didn't bring me on no ship. And I wasn't on a ship. But yeah. um, one of the things I discovered, because I grew up in black church, even though it was very diverse, I grew up in black church. So when I went to Anderson, it was all, it was white. Mu- I had to go to chapel. I had to go to chapel two times a, <clears throat> a week. And it was all white worship. It Why was did white you preaching. pick Anderson? Can we just, yeah, youth, I'm curious about That's that. a whole other story. Like my, youth, my youth pastor, <laughs> I, do, I do love some corn, <laughs> but uh, my youth, <laughs> my youth pastor, <laughs> my youth pastor who went there, who was black, I don't know how he got there, yeah. but um, he was just... Uh, a big like, I influence. had a great experience. He had a big, he was a big influence in my life. Yeah. Kerwin Manning, now a pastor in Pasadena, oh, wow. wonderful individual, but he said, Jeff, you got to go there. And I went, and I'm so glad I did. But the, the chapel experience was so, I'm sorry, hold on. I'm going somewhere. It was so lame. Yeah. It was so lame. It was so whitewashed. And, and the pastor was preaching so slow, so monotone. There was no, yeah. ah, Lord Jesus. There was none of that. I'm like, yeah. how am I going to get the Lord? How am I going to get word without that brother? And so my freshman year hated it. Second year, put up with it. My third year was like, okay, all right. And my my, my by my senior year, I ended up loving chapel. Yeah. And this is what happened. I found out, man, there was a void or there was an expression inside in me that I did not know existed until I was forced into it. Mm. And because of that, I actually found myself in white churches. And because of that, I felt like, wow, we all need each other. We all need. And what's unfortunate is like, there's a Hispanic church, there's an Asian church, there's a white church and the black church. And I think we are missing one of the biggest potentials of coming together. Mm. That's why Pastor Matt, oh my gosh, that communion. Yes. Bro, bro, come on somebody. That communion experience Mm. two Sundays ago. Dude, flipping rock my world, bro. Yeah. That was probably one of the most amazing experiences mm-hmm. I've ever been a part of. Yeah. The most blowback I got was for having Chad on stage. Really? The cop. Yeah. I was actually curious if people were going to give lashback of like, oh, of course. I, I think it was the hardest for him to be there. Yeah. Sure. sure. Um, but I was the I most proud. He was there. I mean, oh he, yeah, he is. He, he's in charge of like 10,000 police officers. Yeah. But see, but 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 here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Like his identity is not in being an officer. Yeah, that's no, right. No. Your identity yeah, is yeah. not a white dude. Yeah. My identity is not a black guy. These are these are our outer expressions, right. but it is the blood of Christ. Which yeah. you, mm. I'm telling you, man, that I, that yeah. if you can make that go viral, make that go viral. Everyone needs to hear and experience what happened, and that is what the church is supposed to be. Yeah, I did get I did get some positive feedback from. And here's the thing: is I got positive feedback yeah, right. privately. Not publicly. 
and even from some like some of my black pastor sure. friends. Yeah. And so, you know, they're they're kind of trying to wade out the waters. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's the thing that I would say is I think we look back, we, we look back and judge history with purity. Like, so we, mm-hmm. we, we're like, mm-hmm. we're pure and we, right. and we, and we, and we sure. go back and, um, and, and, and history is, is imperfect and it's right, ugly. Sure. And, and we, we need to, I think for my mom's generation and before, all we taught was the beauty of American history. And there is beauty. But in my generation and subsequent generations, all we teach is, is, the, is the hideous nature. Hmm. And so it's, it's a wonder why these kids, mm-hmm. they hate America yeah. because we've taught them to hate America because we have emphasized um, all of the atrocities. And you just need to know every country has them. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. not a country on earth that does not have horrific atrocities. Uh, America's atrocities tend to be white on non-white. That's, that's right. our legacy of sin. Yeah. Right, Everywhere sure. else, it's religion, uh, it's socioeconomic, um, it's it, it's all kinds of Religion's reasons. But people one. are going to hate, and, yeah. and that's just the thing is, and, and, we, and we have to say that <laughs> yeah. what you need to understand. And if I could get if I could get all of our people under thirty in a room, hmm. what I would just say is you need to understand the same cultural pressures that made those people overlook slavery are the same cultural pressures uh, today that would lead young people to pull down Junipero Serra statue mm. without thinking and, and just mm. kind of that mob mentality yeah. and moving together in anger or, 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 or um, you know, reaction. Yeah. Reaction. And, and I think, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, my question is if we could go back and interview all the dead white people from the 19th century, how many were racist and how many were just afraid to stand up? And then how many mm. had been lied to about mm. black people? Mm. So you think mm. about 13th that we mm-hmm. talked about, yeah. right? And so the films yeah. that came out, frightening white people about black people, but the reverse is happening, you know, where, uh, you know, people are, 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 are against, you know, the label white people. And that's, I mean, mm. you're talking about like, I'll tell you, um, my mother-in-law is married to a very difficult man from New York. He's, he's, just, he's just a challenging man. Mm-hmm. And Tam and I went to Australia and he goes, how'd you like Australia? And I go, that was good. He's like, I hate the Australians. Wow. And I'm like, why? He's like, I met some in Vietnam. I was like, well, how many did you meet? And he's like, I don't know, a couple. Hmm. Like there's 25 million people right, in, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> so your experience is not indicative of, you know, everything. I mean, you know, even when we look at what happened to the Jews in, in, um, in Germany in, ni- in, in 1940, there still were Germans that smuggled people mm-hmm. out, Schindler's List. Uh, you know, uh, there were people that were trying to do good. It just, evil evil moved so quickly and so powerfully. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just can't, you, you just can't shame Germans for yeah. what happened. Yeah. Um, you know, anymore that when I travel and, and you travel, like mm-hmm. I, I got pulled into security um, in India in 2015. Okay. And I'm in this room and all my stuff's out. And the guy says, what do you think of Donald Trump? I'm like, what do you think of Donald yeah. Trump? <laughs> that's, like, right. that's the more important the question. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it was really, really frightening. Sure, yeah. Um, because what, what the world assumes is everybody's like Trump or everybody's yeah. like Obama or everybody's like uh, Hillary Clinton or everybody's like George Bush. And it's like, look, man, for... You know, the last, I don't know how many years, 51% wins the day. And in this this last election, neither candidate hit 50%. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, right, sure. So, yeah. so neither had yeah. a majority. Yeah. And, you know, um, and, you know, the Democrats, well, Hillary Clinton won the, you know, popular mm-hmm. vote. And it's like, yeah, but she didn't even get 50%. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's, it's frightening. Mm-hmm. That's how divided we are as a country. Yeah. And so, right. 
you have to be really, really careful in that. All right. Great question. I would say talk to your kids and approach racism just like you do everything else, every other mm -hmm. sin. That's good. You approach it from what's happening in our culture, and then you approach it from what the Bible says. And again, I was raised a, a Southern Baptist, and, and, and I'm still a proud Southern Baptist, but my denomination fought on the side of slavery. Mm -hmm. Wrong, terrible, mm. ugly, um, mm. you know, and uh, like Bishop Sykes, Southern Baptist. Well, why is he a Southern Baptist? Because they've repented. Now, are there racists in the Southern Baptist? Yes, sure. of course. Um, you know, there are freaks on both sides of the aisle. Uh, and, and and the danger is, is assuming that Republicans are pure or Democrats are pure. You know, yeah. just so take a look Ridic at what's happening no, in L.A. Ridiculous. today. Did you hear? Mm -hmm. All those city yeah. councilmen are going to jail. They're all Democrats oh. because they've been taking bribes, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a horrendously ugly situation. And, and we need to hold politicians accountable, regardless yep, of whether they're, what, the donkey or the elephant? Mm -hmm. Yep, right. Right? Because it's dirty. It's it's dirty by nature. So um, approach it and just say, look, this is who God's called us to be, you know, and we got to be careful of emotion. Uh, we got to be careful of assuming, assuming victim mentality. We have, to, we have to be careful in those things because... Um, we can lash out in sin. Paul says, do not fight evil with, with evil. evil. Man, if you're a black Christian right now, that's a tough verse. But it, we, we don't get unless. There's never, there's never an unless category. And, 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 and things have been happening. And, and this conversation on race is way behind. And we needed to look at this and, and, and evaluate this. And, and I, I myself need to openly repent and say, I should have done more. I should have done more. And I, and I, and I didn't. You know, we started this in two, 2015. And then we stopped the conversation, and that's mm -hmm. on me. Um, and then you, you're finding out it's not only just. Um, <clears throat> and I would say, yeah, it's you know, do not fight evil. Evil. There's a guy, um, uh, David. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. But he actually ended up. His name come to my mind. But he actually ended up uh, befriending Ku Klux Klan members, black dude. Oh yeah. I can't remember his uh, yeah. his first name is David, but um. He actually ended up befriending them, and then he said, "How can you hate me when you don't even know me?" Right. Yeah. And then he just ended up befriending and befriending, and then he, you, you know, the reporter goes into his home, and there's Ku Klux Klan's uh, flags, there's hoods, there's all this stuff, all in his, in his living room. And he and she said, "Where did you get this from?" He said, "Every time a person, after knowing me, they say I'm giving it up." Wow. because of you, because wow. now I have known and I've met you. Mm. How, how can you hate me when you don't even know me? And then he kind of memorialized, right. you know, um, they're leaving by putting it up on their... Wow. And so it just reminds me that like, um, we can actually do this because as mm -hmm. the word of God says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Yeah. And we, you, you, you don't, don't hate people, hate injustice, yes. mm -hmm. right? hate, 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 yeah. Yeah. hate anger, hate fear. That's mm -hmm. what we need to hate. And when you start seeing a person as that hate, which, which is, goes against the word of God, um, you start hating the wrong, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to progress. Yeah. There's no progression. You're not going to get there where you need to get, you know, where you need to get. And so, you know, hate, yeah, evil for evil, I feel like that's just for everybody. Yeah. It's just not for one type. I, we're all doing things that are evil because injustice is evil mm -hmm. and, and well, destruction is evil. Well, I'm talking about now specifically, yeah. I mean, the black community has been, the Christian community has become very aware. I mean, just right. visibly, yeah, right? Totally. Yeah. There, and there's just something about watching you know, two white guys shoot a black guy who's running down the street. There's something, you know, there's something powerful about watching a white, you know. And so I'm saying in that, right, there's... 
or write that what punt you, up. I'm saying, like, what, ah, I'm what do gonna... you do with that? And you're right. That is hard. It, yeah. So that's, hard, that's, that's what I'm speaking to yeah, just specifically. Uh, and then as, as white people, you know, you got, you got to watch that as well. And sorry, Latinos. I still love you. Um, you're still a part of the We out here. Right. Yeah. No. Anyway, that's good. Wow, Jackson, yeah. how do I truly humble myself before the Lord? All That's right. a great question, Jackson. Yes. I would say daily. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I need to give this talk at Sandals Church. I haven't given it in a long time, but, um, you know, my life, yeah. you know, Jeff, you know, and you're a, you're a highly ambitious person, so is Vivi, um, but she's still young and hasn't, like, thrown it away yet. Uh, you know, we've both <laughs> right. made mistakes. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. my life was not, Jackson, what it was meant to be. And I was, I was angry with God over that. Hmm. And then I had to realize, I went and heard actually Lisa Bevere's husband speak, mm. John Bevere, on the principle of honor. Wow. And uh, I realized that I was honoring myself above God's wow. call. And, wow. and really the, what the Holy Spirit spoke to me is, if you, want, if you want me to honor you, Matt, and place you where I've called you, you have to honor you where I have you. Wow. You have to honor me Come where on, I have brother. you. Come on. And so I had, to, I had to really wrestle with that. And then God called me to, hu- to humble myself and ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. for my wife for mm-hmm. not honoring her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since that time, the Lord has just continually yes. lifted me and lifted me and lifted mm-hmm. me. Amen. And, Amen. Um, and, and it's just amazing. You know, even like, um, you know, prior to the race riots, mm-hmm. um, we were gathering together as churches, um, mm. You know, to to try to get mm-hmm. the church open on Pentecost Sunday, yeah, right. and I'm in a room full of 300 pastors, and many yeah. of these pastors are guys I watched. I yeah. I mean, these are leaders; right. these are yeah. inspirationals, and they're like, "Okay, who do we who do we want to go for us?" Mm. And they voted me. Wow, wow! Pastor. And so, then that's why you know that's why I'm up there, and it's <laughs> like, and I'm telling my wife, I'm like, the guys I used to watch on TV are saying you're the guy wow. to lead us, in and that time. doesn't happen, Jackson, unless that's right. You know, nine years ago at 40, oh, wow. I said, Lord. I'm sorry. Yeah. Please forgive me. Um, this is the life. This this is the lane you have me in, and I'm going to serve you here. And um, you know, for for young leaders like Vivi, you always have to battle against. Like you have giftedness, mm-hmm. and yes. there's going to be opportunity. And it's just trying to figure out, you know, where the where the the Lord has you, and 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 honoring Him that right. So Peter says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and in mm-hmm. the right time. He, he will, will lift, lift you, you up. up. And the problem is we get impatient with God's That's timing. Right, and so we lift ourselves up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with with fame and notoriety comes more responsibility. Yeah, brother. Mm. Yeah, brother. And, um, you know, that's scary. So that's a great question. Yeah. Either of you have any thoughts on I, that? I have just, oh my gosh, Pastor Matt, you, yeah. <laughs> what is it out with the age of 42? Because I feel like that's when I've had to learn it too in the last two years, mm. like this humility. Have um, you ever been to the store Forever 21? <laughs> No. Okay. So I want to open a store. Have you really never? I want to open a store called no. For, Forever Forty Two. <laughs> yes. Come it's, on. It's the same clothes. Come on. All right. Just a year older. Right. Okay. And a little more wrinkly. All right. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Sorry. I'll, I'll, that's I'll my go with you that's my stand-up comedy. I'll, I'll go with it. That's okay. My go ahead. Ha 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 ha. Thank you. It's good. I laughed. I laughed. It was. It was. <laughs> it really actually was funny. Yeah. Um. But I. I would probably say, uh, man. I just. It's not humility. Is not thinking. Uh thinking less of yourself is mm. thinking of yourself less. Mm-hmm. And probably you've heard that before, but I just really, you have to take the page of Jesus. It's amazing when we follow him, but we really don't mm. like take a page from Jesus. Like this is a dude, you think if there's anybody would say, you know, um, my will be done, but he says, my father's will be done. Right. You know, and he says, I don't do anything outside of the will of my father, you know, and he came to be a servant. I just, 
it's just amazing to me. And Pastor Matt, you are so right. Like I was at a place where I was elevated, you know, I was being more and more elevated, more and more elevated, you know, live my Mm -hmm. story. And then, I mean, just made some really dumb, stupid Mm -hmm. decisions. Mm -hmm. And then it was through that learning through that, that, that travesty Mm -hmm. that God, the number one thing he wanted me to learn was humility, which Mm -hmm. he was trying to get me to learn years before. Mm -hmm. But in order to do that, it's, it's a, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's a daily walk and it's recognizing, dude, you are, we are nothing without the Lord. We are nothing without the Lord. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you said that, you know, here they are saying like, Hey, you speak for us, Pastor Matt, Mm -hmm. you speak for us, Matt. Like that was in due time. Cause that was the verse that I cling to that mm-hmm. one right there mm-hmm. that he will lift you up in due time. And so that's where I had to say so every moment, like almost even after this podcast, every time I've been in a place of whatever, I find myself in a corner somewhere and I say, God, mm-hmm. keep me humble. God, all glory to you. Mm-hmm. It's a daily yeah. constant thing. It's like hygiene. You have to do it every single day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, this good. is the next question from Noel. As a black woman, I've rarely experienced it, explicit racism. Thank you for your honesty, Noel. Mm. Uh, but I have experienced implicit bias. This is interesting from mm. black people right, who sure. didn't think I was black enough. Right. Uh, and I want you to tackle that part. Okay. White people, I'm going to tackle that one, who didn't think <laughs> I could afford what I was buying, which is just nasty. Ooh, and then Hispanic people. We're all represented. <laughs> she got us she all. coming after us. <laughs> right. Uh, who, did, who felt I wasn't qualified for, <laughs> for my job. Uh Okay, so then our question is not really related to her statement. Uh, My question is, have you and your staff done any implicit bias training to root out any of these attitudes that people harbor in their hearts? You know, Noel, let me just be honest with you. No, and that's wrong. And one of the mistakes I repeatedly make in life and in leadership is I assume people see the world the way I do. Mm. And so um, I'm very comfortable with black people. I'm very comfortable with, I mean, I grew up Mm -hmm. in... Uh, so my high school was the only ESL uh, school wow. in Sacramento. Oh, wow. So the only English is a second language. So no matter wow. where you came from, if you came from Sacramento wow. and you couldn't speak English, it didn't matter what tribe, tongue, or nation you came from, you came to my high school. Wow, man. And uh, so, uh, you know, the, the famous movie, Stand and Deliver, yeah, about the Hispanic. Course, so he yeah. taught at my high school. So he left oh, Southern wow. California and he came to Hiram Johnson to teach math uh, because <laughs> Johnson was such a... Uh, racially tense mm. environment, yeah, yeah. and uh, we had a lot of issues, and so, so, so that's not everybody's experience. That's not my wife's experience. You know, my wife, I think she said, had they had one black person in her high school, one. Yep. Wow. And uh, <laughs> you know, and so that's just just not not her experience. Um, and so, w- what we need to do at Sandals, and we need to work together to mm-hmm. talk about implicit bias. Mm-hmm. And Amen. so, um, mm. you know, Noel, I, you know, I think that. Um, we, we all can learn, we, we all can grow, and um, we just have to figure out what that looks like and, and how to do that. And so, um, you know, I would just say this, um, Noel, I'm not black and I'm not a woman, um, but I remember the first time that I sat in a business class on an airplane, mm-hmm. and I, I thought, do they all know I shouldn't be here? Mm-hmm. And so I think for anybody that striving and achieving, wow. there's something inside of you, and you're going to say it's because you're black. I'm mm-hmm. going to say it's because I'm poor. Vivi's going to say it's because she's a Hispanic woman. And we need to make sure that the internal voice we don't assume is everybody else's voice. Mm-hmm. That's good. And so That's I would good. say just, just watch That's that. And yeah. so... Um, That's really good. You know, uh, car <laughs> salesman, you know, if you're buying a nice car, not always the nicest people. <laughs> 
And I know we have great car salesmen in our church. Thank you. I love you. Don't send me an email. Right. <laughs> but it tends to be a dirty industry. Yeah. And um, hmm. they tend to judge people. But I got I got a white friend of mine who got an inheritance. Um, and he tells me this story all the time. He had cash in his pocket and he went to the Porsche um, store in town. Yeah, right. The Porsche store. I don't know what Because I don't shop there. You know what you give. I don't the shop Porsche there. Store. Come on. Um <laughs> <laughs> and he said they wouldn't help him. And his assumption was that they that he thought he looked poor. And he's mm -hmm. a white guy. And yeah. he's a fairly successful yeah. uh, businessman. And so I think we all feel this. Yeah, right. Um, and, and, and here's the thing is, it's always hard to be the first, and it's yeah. always hard to be the minority. And so we need to work on that, you know, at our church, because Sandals Church is predominantly white. And, um, you know, we, we need more people that have experienced color. And, and the bottom line is the church has to be a church that fully embraces the Great Commission. So the Great Amen. Commission Amen. is really uh, the commandment that unlocks all of our issues with racism. So Jesus says, right. uh, go ye therefore unto all nations, baptizing them. Yes. So that's intimacy. So so baptism, think of baptism like marriage, right? So this that's is right. my, well, this is like right. my eighth wedding ring because I lose them surfing. <laughs> I'm like, what do you uh, mean your eighth wedding yeah. ring? Dude, I have I have right. seen more <laughs> wedding rings sail right. like this in the ocean. Okay. Same it, marriage though. Yeah. So okay, I've not, not been married eight times. Right, right, right. Um but you made me lose my point. I'm so sorry. Oh my the wedding ring? You said baptism like but, a wedding oh, it's ring. It's like a wedding ring. And so he lost his so, thought, he lost thank his you. ring. My my wedding ring symbolizes <laughs> yeah. that I am with Tammy. Listen yes. to me. Baptism symbolizes we are with each other. Hmm. And so we fail to recognize what the Lord's Supper is, and yes. we fail to recognize what baptism, baptism is. is. And this is why you don't get baptized with your friends or your family. Hmm. You get baptized with the church hmm. because Jeff, your family. my black brother, That's right? right? That's right. I right. baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. And with the authority of Come Jesus, on. we are family. That's and right. so we are going to do two things. I'm going to marry you to right. my family. To my family. Okay, and there used to be a whole debate. It was called landmarkism. Did you study that in school? Oh, in so school, So landmarkism, yeah. <laughs> right, is landmark Baptists are people that believe you had to yeah. be baptized, baptized in, in their it. church because baptism wasn't just a symbol of I follow Jesus. Baptism right. was a symbol that we, we are bonded. Yeah, mm -hmm. connected, yeah. And so then get this, landmarks. So let's say you and I mm -hmm. um, were both white guys okay. and we go to their church. Okay. They would not allow us to take the Lord's Supper with them yeah. mm -hmm. because we were not baptized in into their church, church. because Small it's family. C. Yeah, see what I'm saying? And so, I mm. think they had they had the right idea of the power of baptism. They developed the wrong theology, yeah. right. and so nobody no, nobody even knows what that closed. is anymore. Yeah, right. yeah closed. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, and it's, it's, it really, it's really became ugly, and that's what we do with Christians, wow, right? We take man. beautiful things and we make them Come ugly, on, yeah. Yeah. but that's the power of man. that. So, so what we need to do is we need to mm. do some more, and I'm going to ask that's Jeff good. to head that up, and we're going to talk about that. Um, here's what I can say to you, uh, Noemi, right? Noel. Noel, Noel. Yeah, I knew I got it wrong. Noel, here's what I would say to you. I've had my black friends repeatedly tell me uh, they believe they have to dress up nicer. They believe they have to speak better, and and what they do is they they believe that they have they they have to put pressure on themselves to be really what they're not in order to get the job. And here's what I tell them: that actually puts you in a situation. When I'm trying to be something I'm not in an interview, I don't perform my best. And so here here's what I tell my black friends: anybody that you feel like you have to dress up for, you don't want to work for. 
You, you, you want somebody that, that's real. And I would say this, any white person that is willing to overlook talent because of skin color, mm. they're going to go out of business. Mm. Mm. So I, I just, I would just say that's a bad leader and that's yeah. a foolish person. You give me a sister, Noel, that hustles, Come on. that mm. works hard and shows up on time and we gives her best. I'm going to hire her that's all right. day long that's because right. at the end of the day, I need people that do work. Yeah. Yeah. That's what right. I need as a leader. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, I've had white lazy people that work for sandals. I've had black lazy people. I've had Hispanic lazy people. I've had Asian lazy people that work for sandals. What I want is work horses. Right. And mm -hmm. so yes, um, right. th that's what, what I need to come across. I want somebody who loves the church. So at sandals, it's not a job. It's your mission in life. Yeah. And that's what that's so I good. want. Mm -hmm. And so good. diversity so good. is beauty. Yes. So, so, so you just need to know for me and for a lot of white people, they're recognizing, hey, we need we need more of this at, at right. the table. And we need this. Is the church late to the show? Of course, because the church always changes slow. Right. <laughs> we defend things. You know, it, so in, in Exodus, uh, excuse me, is it Exodus? It, it's in the Torah. The Jews are all being uh, uh, attacked by snakes because they've sinned. And so Moses erects this snake and everybody who looks at it, it's a bizarre passage in scripture. They don't die from the poisonous snake bites, but like 30,000 people die. I can't remember the number that day. Well, you go a couple generations later and they're worshiping the pole <laughs> and it has to be destroyed. And so what God used in the past oftentimes has to be destroyed in the Come present. And Come so the church now. gets stuck in that, Come on now. right? So we have to sing songs out of a book that's 19th century technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, you know the old saying: Why does mom always cut the ends off of, the, of each side uh, of the ham? Yeah, come on, brother. Because grandma had a pan, pan that only and that's as big as a ham as they could fit. But I people don't know still, that come yeah, on. it's a white person story. <laughs> or maybe well, a, I've heard it because I've been hey, hanging out hey, white folk for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom's I, from. I think it's. Country. I think it's a poor <laughs> that, American story. And so, right, you only have, you know, it's why do you put bread in meatloaf? It's to make the meat go further. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's yeah. things that people Man, did so when good. they were poor to make it go further. And, and we get stuck in that. And we say, okay, how can I do it different? That's good. So that's what I would say. What do you want to say to Noel? Man, uh, well, the first thing I wanted to, um, I, I, I so agree with that. I would mm -hmm. say, and at the same time, please, my friends, I don't know who's going to take this call, but I believe that God um, has missioned individuals out there to be part of cultural context that you did not grow up with. Mm. Um, I believe, so for example, I just really believe, and I hope this is not offensive to you, but I feel like being a part of Sandals is mission work for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, it is predominantly white. Do you think I'm going to heaven? I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not like for you, Pastor Matt, yeah. but uh, I just really feel like yeah. I'm a black guy, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I look at my like the way I grew up and, and I have this righteous anger when it comes to racial reconciliation. And I'm like, rather than rather than spewing off all this stuff and continuing to be at a black church, you know, I'm going to be in a white church yeah. and, 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 and I will help them see things. And I want to see things mm -hmm. like we all have learning to do. And so now I'm at a place where I can actually help educate um, mm -hmm. and not in a way that's threatening or militant. Um, th that's just not, that's not me. Uh, and I will respect, oh my word, I will respect this man. I will honor this man. He is the lead. Uh, he is the lead authoritative figure at this church. He is anointed and appointed by God. And he is my covering. And so, um, and, and if he has every now and then, he's like, hey, Jeff, I have these questions. Uh, I want to be able to answer that, yeah. you know, in a very respectful way. And so I would say, like, I believe there's people out there watching and listening in that God may 
That's maybe good. calling you to a place that you don't think you should go. Mm-hmm. Maybe calling you to a place like, oh, I can't even, I can't even walk up in there. How, how do you know that? Yeah. I, I, I promise you, I promise you, Pastor Matt, if there were some black, Hispanic, the more Hispanic and some Asian individuals who just tried to give sandals a chance mm. right. that were awesome individuals, like you said, great workers, not lazy individuals, educated, re- uh, equipped and uh, capable. I promise you, the majority of them, I think, would love this experience. Yeah, yeah. amen. I really well, do. And let me say this. A couple of years ago, I had a, a lesbian woman come to this church and she she was really nice at first. And I said, tell me why you pick sandals. And she said... She said, I'm here because God told me I need to change you. Mm. And I said, mm. I need to ask you to leave. Interesting. Our church. Change you. Yeah, uh, okay. my, our theology on L- the LGBTQ okay. oh, okay. community. Um, mm. I'm just going to say LGBT. Sorry, I'm going to stop at T. And it's not that I don't care about every other group. It's that I, I, I never get it That's right. Um, so the LGBT... No, I can't even say LGBTQ it. LGBTQ um, plus. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and that so that's community. what I would say yeah. is yeah. don't come with an attitude of arrogance yes. that's because right. that's that's not Jesus. Absolutely, mm-hmm. come with an attitude of humility. And so, like you know, um, when Brooks was shot in Atlanta, mm. I sat down and I mm. said, I want to talk with you about this. Yeah. And I knew, yeah. I didn't know, I assumed that Jeff was going to see it differently than me. And so I just laid out, here's how I see, I, I see it. And I didn't, I, hopefully you didn't feel like I said, here's how it is. No, no, no. I, I laid it. I said, here's how I see this. Yeah. How do you see this? <clears throat> And we saw it differently, and so and so then I had to walk away, and I and, and not and not completely differently. We had to, I had to walk away, and I said I, I had to I had to really press through, because I, I just think you have to become really weary of your eyes mm. and your culture and how you and the lens by which you see things. Uh, the number one reason my wife and I have fights is because I approach it. As Come a man, on, brother. Come mm-hmm. on. And I don't see it from her perspective. Your and lens. our perspective right. is not the same. Nope. And that's the person. I love my wife more than any mm-hmm. person on earth. Mm-hmm. I love her more than my kids. Come on. Right. Because I right. need them to move on. That's right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. I don't, now want, I don't want her to move on. Come on. No. So, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. And I love my children, man. And I've enjoyed course, them immensely. Of course. But, of course. But so. That's yeah. th- that's the woman that I'm um, I'm Come sexually that's intimate right. with. That's, that's right. the woman that I pray with at night Come before on. we go to bed. That's the first person I kiss in the morning every right. day, and we see things differently. I mean, mm. Right. So I need to be able to say, Jeff and I don't sleep together. Amen. Right. Praise the Lord. Yes. Lord Jesus. Thank Jeff you, and I <laughs> are coming at it from from different perspectives. Yes, yeah. right. And so, uh, like Lacey said. Mm. Um, you know, Jeff doesn't speak for all black people. Right, exactly. Mm. Lace, right. Or, or Bishop Sykes doesn't yep. speak for right, all black exactly. people. And yep. so yeah. we need to understand that, that there's there's diversity in that. Um, and she, and you said, who don't think I'm black enough. Yeah, I totally you know, understand I, I that. I think yeah. we, we need to have a heart for all black people with their point of views. And there are some blacks who are conservatives that get yep. drowned out yep. mm-hmm. because right. they're turncoats or Uncle Toms or whatever yeah. you call them. Yeah. And that's really awful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a really, really awful thing to say to somebody, um, I, I, is that offensive to say you're not black, black enough? To a black person, yeah. sure, absolutely. Because if you said to me, I'm not white enough, that's not offensive. You're like, right? sweet. Well, I had this conversation <laughs> yeah. with a student okay. yesterday Usually. that said the same thing. Yeah. She she said, I get that all the time, that I'm not black enough. Mm. And and I asked her, I was like, do you do you ever pause and just ask people what, what they mean by that? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it gets interesting, you know, that there is a lot of offense taken mm-hmm. when you say that to a black person. When, yeah, when someone says that, mm-hmm. and because um, I've gotten that before, mm-hmm. um, and when, so when someone says that, I, I think what it's it, it it says more about them mm. uh, than than the question that they're asking right. or they're, what they're trying to you know get from it. Um, to me, it says, "Hey, 
like, hey, th- this is the team. Are you on the team or right. not? Right. Are you on the team? Because yeah. I, it looked like you ain't on the team because obviously you're not black enough. So obviously, you know, you're, you're obviously mm. on the other side. Yeah. And so um, I, I, it makes sense why someone who is secular or someone who is, uh, man, talk about getting emails. I'm, I'm glad they don't have my email right. address. But uh, I'm just, because the statement I'm about to say, I would probably get a lot of emails. Um, uh, I would probably say you would usually find it makes sense for people who are not believers in Jesus Christ to say a statement like that. Mm-hmm. That makes complete sense because right. it's all about sides. It's all about us and them. But if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, that that comment, regardless of where it's coming from, regardless of what ethnic group, it, it's it's extremely offensive and it goes against the word of God. Mm-hmm. You know, you're obviously not That's black good. enough. Wait, what? So what you're saying is that there's a side. And you Mm -hmm. better pick one. Mm -hmm. And there are no sides in the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. If there is one, it's, it's, it's the, uh, the identity in Christ side. Right. You know, I, so yeah, yeah. I don't get that. I get attacked based upon my theology and my, my biblical uh, literacy. And so that's, that, that's how a white person, a white Christian would attack me. Right. So, um, and a lot of that has to do with the size of, of the church. And Mm so they assume, so the white pastor assumes because uh, black black pastors don't feel intimidated by the size of Sandals Church at all. No, whatever. No, you no. know because yeah. they don't see us as competing for the same right. Right. Sure. flock. Sure, so That's totally right. Uh, a, a white pastor would say somehow I've sold out because I'm successful, and I think you, as an educated black man, it's easier to say at some point down the line you made a deal mm. somehow to mm. get where you are, wow. rather than them looking at themselves and saying, okay, w- what could I have done differently? Right. To, to, so that I could I could get where he mm-hmm. is, uh, and, and and be more successful, and 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 stay married, and raise mm-hmm. a family, and do those yeah. things. And I think that that's always easier to put it on somebody else yeah. than it is to look at it themselves. Look at themselves. But I think that's a uniquely black thing. Do, do you, people accuse you of not being Hispanic enough? Uh, what's interesting about that is in college I got asked to be on a panel during <laughs> Hispanic Heritage Month, yeah. and I I said. I don't feel like I'm Hispanic enough. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what I meant by that was, is I'm, I'm not loud and proud Mexican. I'm not loud and proud Colombian. I am, I am proud Hispanic. Absolutely. But not in the, it, it felt I like as the person that felt that way, yeah. I had been made felt that way based on mm. the team dynamic that, well, you're not on the team, you know? Right. And so it's interesting. I don't necessarily get comments like that. I'll get comments like, Oh, how's it feel to be the token Brown girl? You know, or which is interesting. Yeah, and it's, put the it, brown girl on. Right. And it's an interesting dynamic where there's assumption in that, that the only reason I'm up here is because I'm a token brown girl. Or, mm-hmm. But I think even for the young person, you know, you you're spoke, up here because you're a gifted talker, super wise and, and a yes, great leader. Are. It sounds true. Oh. So. Drop it. Come on. Thank you. <laughs> but as, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> as the young person, um, you know, earlier you said, if there's one thing I could tell people under 30s, I would also say, it is so much easier to be critical about something than to think critically. So mm-hmm. much easier. Mm-hmm. Okay, now say that again. That's yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. It is so, it's so much, much easier, easier to be critical, critical about something than to think, think critically. critically. Right. Boom. And the difference is I can sit here and say, and I had this conversation with that student yeah, yesterday. Right. I could sit here and say, well, yeah, why aren't there other Hispanic women or young Hispanic women in there? Mm. I could sit here and say that all day long all and day complain long. Right. or yeah, sure. walk of out course. because I don't see it. Yep. Or I could be it. 
Amen. And I think that's, that's right. critical thinking that's right. of how yeah. can I be a part of that? And man, talk about humility. I mean, you, <laughs> the mm-hmm. question before this of needing humility, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, you even mentioned it. That's why I loved the illustration mm-hmm. of the table last weekend is because it's so powerful. And I think mm-hmm. that is a wake up call for the American church 100%. to move from our yep. individualistic yep. way of worship yep. to no, yep. this is corporate. Yep. And that mm-hmm. actually magnifies yep. the glory of Amen. God Amen. that we can be unified Amen. because of it. Amen. And so I think in, in everything, mm-hmm. it's not just in my posture of worship, but it's my in my posture of interacting yeah, with other amen. people that, it's yeah, it's not just my experience, but yep. I can be open. I might not be a racist, but mm, yeah. I can acknowledge where I can be open and, and listen. You know. It's good. It's good. So that next question is for you. So you and I uh, take this next one. Uh, and then we'll give Vivi, I wanted to, because that one is specifically okay. to Vivi. Uh, this is from Annie Moss. Uh, it's, she's our most <laughs> plurif- plurific yeah. uh, question asker. Recently, my oldest child, eight, has been asking why Jesus was a Jew, but we aren't. I don't know how to answer as I was not raised in church. So I am still uh, learning uh, as an adult uh, the history of Christianity. So uh, I'll go first and then you can go. What I would say is, um, you know, I did the 23 and Me. And I was, I, I got to be honest, I was kind of hopeful. Maybe there's a little Jewish in there. There was zero. Um, <laughs> you know. Chosen. They're the chosen people. Right. I mean, that, that's what it is. But, you know, if I got to pick a history, I don't want the Jewish history. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's brutal. It's rough. Um, so with, with their election has, has been random racist selection over and over and over again. They've been hated by every people group on earth, mm. including in America. And it's been terrible. Um you know, until the 1940s, Jewish people were not allowed to go to medical school in the United States. Um, you know, that's just absolutely tragic and terrible. Uh, and a lot of, uh, you know, the polio virus, my mom and I were talking about when she was a little girl, the polio virus was like the uh, the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. said, well, they would just come to your home and take you and Man. they would take you to uh, these massive tents, take you away from your family. And you, some made it, some didn't. Uh, and a lot of kids came back. Like if you see a person with one skinny leg mm-hmm. and yep, they're right. and they're mm-hmm. post forty, it means they've had polio. But a lot of those Jewish doctors that went to medical school in the forties are the ones that discovered all of the cures in the fifties. Right. So well. praise God, right? And that's just credit to diversity and how new blood, new ideas, new ways of thinking about how new cultures, you know, can contribute, um, you know, to the current way of thinking. And so uh, I would just say that. What I would say to your son is that Jesus died as a Jew, but he but he died to save all of us. So so whatever we are, and so the whole focus of Abraham, and I know you said you're new to Christianity, was to bring all nations to the mm-hmm. throne of God. Well, the Jews unfortunately didn't do that. They become self centered rather than God centered and, and mission centered. And that's not to say that all Jews were that way, because there's sure, always right. great, you know, Elijah, Elisha. Uh, there's you know Jonah, the reluctant missionary, but you know. That, that reached out to people. And throughout time, people were allowed to become Jews. So um, no- Noemi and Ruth, in the story of Ruth, she becomes, mm-hmm. she, she switches from being a Moabite to a Jewish Jewish woman. woman. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. See, once again, you're mm-hmm. hearing the roots yep. of the gospel yep. right. before the gospel is ever preached. Your people will be my people. Your, your God, God will be, be my God. God. And that's what the Lord's Supper is, and that's what baptism is. And so I would just say that Jesus made you, whatever ethnicity you are, and I don't know what it is, for a reason, and celebrate that, just like gender. I mean, that's one of the heartbreaks of our modern culture is people are saying God got it wrong. Mm. 
God got it wrong. God God didn't get it wrong. No. He made you a man. He made you a woman. He made you black. He made you Hispanic. He made you white. And, and even within that, right, there's there's so many hundreds of nuances be, yep, between sure. peoples. And, and, and I would celebrate that, and, it, and it's important. I think it's difficult for white people to figure out a safe way to celebrate being white. I, man, that's a whole nother talk. Wow, yeah. Um, because I think all nations and all cultures need to celebrate the way God made them, and that's the beauty of it. And we come together you know, in the church, but not only in the church, we're blessed to be in a country where we can, we can come together and we can succeed, and, and, and it's not perfect, and we need to move drastically in those directions, but we need to celebrate that. Um, but that's, that's a whole, man, that's a whole conversation is yeah. how can that's white huge. people celebrate the fact that God right. made them white without being a white supremacist or, uh, you know, and that's what racism says. It says, I'm better than you because of my skin color, which is, which is, is just horrifically. And, and I think it's the lowest form of, of human yeah. intelligence, yeah. which is yeah. why in yeah. prisons, they separate that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, Vivi, why don't you tackle your question and then can we'll you, move on next. Can you actually read it for me? I can't see something. Oh, sorry. Hi, Vivi. Every time uh -huh. I mention going to youth, my daughter, she rejects it. Mm. Uh, mm. I'm not sure if it's about culture or because we are Hispanic. Oh, that's a great See, that's why question. I picked you rather than us. Present. Uh, well, for one, <laughs> I, you know, fun fact about me, I did not grow up going to youth group all the time. I didn't start getting involved in church until the end of my sophomore year. And and I think for a student, for a teenager, there's probably a multitude of reasons. Sure. I'll be the first one to say it. Everyone has misconceptions about church. I think especially Sandals mm. as well. Some of it at Sandals is, oh, it's so large. How am I ever going to be known? Uh, but what you find is in the beauty of it being large and kind of the conversation, the beauty of bringing so many people together, celebrating so many differences, you find that there's not a mold. The only mold is how do we mold into who Jesus Christ yeah. wants us to Amen. be. Amen. And that's like one of the most liberating yep. things, especially for a teenager. Mm -hmm. I think in a world that that is their every day, that they're what they scroll on Instagram or on social media, what they're seeing uh, at school, what they're hearing, just different conversations they're around that say, hey, you should be this way. You should look this way. Um, your life and experiences, you should have already experienced that. Whereas the church is is not that. And, and obviously not every church, and I think that's sure, why sure. sometimes we have misconceptions. But And I would even say, um, as far as culture goes, um, you know, maybe that could be. I mean, it's interesting, even the Hispanic element. I think um, you had alluded to it that you feel like God has you here at Samuel's Church as part of your mission. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, if if all of us can just be so obedient to where we're at— regardless of what our skin color is, what our gender is, but just be obedient because I want to become who Christ mm. wants Amen. me to be. Amen. Amen. Man, that would be incredible, incredible. And we'd be able to understand some of these things that God wants us to understand in a tangible way. Um, and so, yeah, I think there's for sure probably so many different reasons why, you know, this teenager might not want to come. Um, but I, I would, my encouragement would be, to jump in and realize even the beauty of the culture we have here is that it, it's not a just come as you are because that's where Jesus meets you. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the beauty mm -hmm. of the vision of being real. And as far as, you know, maybe being Hispanic, if, if you don't see more Hispanics, my encouragement is, is what Jeff had said. Maybe God is calling you somewhere that that's is right. uncomfortable. That's right. Um, Cause Lord knows we need it. We yep. need, we need some mm -hmm. more. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. Wow. There are so many great questions here. Uh, I'm going to tackle two real quick. Uh, for the day you reopen, how will you know if the church will reach capacity? Just know, especially at Hunter Park, 
I think we're going to open up like five rooms, five different rooms. And so many of you have never been down that hallway. So you have no idea <laughs> yeah. that, you know, the Hunter Park campus has 200,000 square feet. So we have plenty of rooms to put you in. And, you know, if you come and, and you're not comfortable with how close we are, then I, I would encourage you, you know, you, you're, this is not a cult. You get, you get to follow your conscience yeah, and, sure. and you can come and show up and say hi and, and, and go away. And, and that's okay. You can continue watching online from home and, and that's fine. We, we, we honor you in that. Uh, but just to say, we're not going to put anybody in danger. We're not going to pack it out. We're not going to do those things. I don't anticipate that. Uh, we've been in contact with Harvest Christian Fellowship. We're very similar in size. Uh, they've been running at about 30%. Hmm. So, it, mm-hmm. I mean, if we're, if we're at about 30%, that, that's fine. And, you know, our Hunter Park campus, the main one seats 2,300. Mm-hmm. So 30%, that's, you know, 800. Mm-hmm. We, we can have 800 people in there and still and still have plenty of room. We're going to allow families to sit together. Um, so th- let me just say that. One more thing, and I can take more questions. You know, I had a series called Election. Uh, scheduled for the fall, but 2020 has just been obliterated. And it's not about politics at all. It's about the the sovereign hand of God throughout human history and his election. Mm. But Mm. that might be too... (laughs) I don't know, man. You know, I'm not sure. So the next question is, to what extent should Christians be involved in politics? And then uh, H18 Cruz, is it okay to feel like you don't even have to vote because of how broken society is today? Mm. So let me me say this. Yeah, society's always been broken. Um, I think that social media has made it more public. It's just, we, we, we see every tragedy every day, everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's never happened in history. You might read about it in a newspaper on page nine, you know, uh, you know, section B or something. And, it, and you just didn't get to it that day. Now it's, it's in your face constantly. And the news is like, they're just, they're, they're like vampires and vultures, you know, looking for the worst possible yeah. story of the yeah. day. Yeah. And, and, and another thing is that, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not actually doing reporting and investigating. Mm. They just repeat. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I saw a horrific one on the news that actually was on NPR, and I'm really frustrated with NPR. It's about a woman who ran over protesters. Did you hear about that? Oh, wow. Well, she was being carjacked two lights before. And I, it's my, I told my wife's a one on the Enneagram. Only my wife would do this. She's being carjacked. She speeds to the next light, but it's red. So she, st- <laughs> she stops. I'm like, honey, run the red light, get out of there. And, and so they got in front of her, they caught up to her again and she freaked and ran over one of them. And so the story is right. Look, Oh man, you know, a white person is running over a person of color. And it's just like, can somebody take five minutes, ask yourself and, and you gotta be careful because you don't, you don't ever know, Mm -hmm. You, you know, you don't ever know whether that's the truth or not. And media is great at reporting the wrong thing. And then they retract it silently on page Z you know, the next day in some fine print. And, um, you know, I think we need to do a better job at taking media to court. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm really hopeful that Mm -hmm. Google, Facebook, um, you know, we've talked about police officers losing their protections Mm -hmm. for committing crimes. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. We can talk about it later, but I want to see Google lose them. So I've had a person post horrendous things about me. You've seen, Mm -hmm. I mean, like accuse me of all kinds of crimes and we've reported it to Facebook repeatedly. And they're like, we can't do anything about it. And I'm just like, well, yeah. this person is accusing me of felonies. Mm. Yeah, right. And so, and so they're not liable for the, you know, and so I, I think there needs to be a come to Jesus moment because our founding fathers couldn't have foreseen something as powerful as Google, Facebook, and the mm. internet where they're randomly selecting what you see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just so you know, when, when we say Google it, Google decides what, what they put up, up there. there. 
So that's a frustrating thing. You just need to understand that. I mean, they have great power simply by eliminating the top. How many of you click to the second page when you look for something? No. I do. You do? Because okay. I'm like, I don't know about that. Right. That's it's my eight. eight. That's your eight. No, I love that. So Google is deciding. <laughs> Google is deciding what information they yeah. give you. Mm. You know, um, who, who wrote the book? What is their angle? And so, you know, all of our media has, has a slant. Yeah, and absolutely. so totally. like the famous yeah. documentary about global warming with um, uh, Al Gore, you remember the, the starving uh, polar yeah. bear mm. and this polar bear and they show one floating iceberg. Okay. There are more polar bears today than they've been alive in a hundred years. Mm. It's a pro they're killing people on a regular basis in Alaska. Mm. So people get drunk, pass out in their car. Guess what? That's polar bear drive through. <laughs> that thing puts its hand right, right through and grabs and, and eats them. I mean, there are polar bears everywhere. So, so uh, there's a lot here. Here's what I would say. One of the things we need to do is we need to deal with media. That's the first thing. Secondly, we got to quit ob obliterating candidates. I mean, if you go back and look at what they did to Al Gore, Al Gore, not Al, not Al Gore. Who's the, who's the Mormon that ran for president? Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. When you look at what they did, Mitt Romney is yeah. the cleanest yeah. straight A. Yeah narrow, yep. you know, guys never probably rolled through a stop sign right, in yeah. his life. <laughs> yeah. They went back to his high school yeah, it's, it's a mess. to find out some, he gave some guy an unwanted haircut. When you start doing that, when, when, yeah, when you have Judge Kavanaugh coming forward and you're talking about a party in high school that nobody remembers where alcohol was involved, when you start doing that to people, let me tell you what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what Jeff's doing. Mm -hmm. We ain't running. Right. I'm not running. That's true. That's true. Because you're going to annihilate my family. Wow. So what That's you true. get yeah. is Donald what Trump, who has lived in the mud right. his entire life. He likes yeah. the mud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in the mud. It doesn't bother him at all. Right. Yeah. And so you had desperate Republicans right. who watched uh, the Arizona senator mm -hmm. get just just I annihilated. Know, and he was a good man. Good man. John McCain, yeah. You know, when somebody said, I, you know, I don't believe in Obama because he's black or a Muslim. Remember that woman? He stopped her and he said, no, no, no. At a rally. No, no. I know. That was awesome. No. Yeah. And he just, he got pummeled, yeah. mm -hmm. pummeled by yeah. the media, yeah. destroyed by the media. Mm -hmm. And then Mitt Romney, destroyed know, by the media. Was, was sad. You get, this is what you get. Yeah. You, you get the dirtiest people running for office and it happens. And you can yeah. say, well, politics is That's dirty, so true. but we're accountable. Like, That's so right. as Americans, we're all mad with Washington. Let me ask you a question. Who keeps sending them there? <laughs> it's you. Yeah. You're the person that's sending these knuckleheads over and over Come and on, over brother, again. Preach. You have to look at yourself. Yeah. That's good. Every, everybody, you know, we have an 11% 11, 11 uh, approval rating for Congress. Well, who elects them? Who elects them? Come on. Yeah. We do. It's you. Yeah. And, and, we, and we have to understand that. And, and I would say this. We all have to grow up and stop oversimplifying things. Things are complicated. They're not mm. as easy as you think. If they were... People would solve them. And we have to deal with that yeah. and know that no matter what you do, you know, there's no drug that doesn't negatively affect somebody. Mm -hmm. So if Jeff comes into my office and I'm a doctor and he has cancer, in 20% of people, you know, it, it improves. But there's like 2.4% people that yeah. it kills immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and medicine says <clears throat> that's acceptable. Yeah. Hmm. We, we have to move past as a country... Nobody can ever die. No, no, I mean, mm. it can't negatively affect anyone because you can't. You cannot govern in a world where no one can ever make a mistake, where, where no one can ever. It, it just doesn't work. Stepping out your door is dangerous. Mm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if you don't step out your door, most people fall, hurt themselves, and die in their own homes. So there you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, life is That's dangerous. Good. What did I say last week? I said life is hard. Relationships are messy. Uh, some people are evil. Yeah, and some people are evil. 
you know, and, and some of those people are white. Some of those people are black. Some of those people are Hispanic. Um, that's because just Satan is in there. Yes. Respect their persons. And, yes. and, and, that, and that's the reality. <laughs> right. And, and think about this. God wanted to unite us with the cross. Yeah. Come on, brother. So then what does Satan want to do? Come on. He that's wants right. to divide, divide us. us. That's right. And, um, yeah. What I would say, say is we <laughs> all have to stop being tools. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Mm. Well, and okay. to the, I think to the, to my, my fellow people that are under the age of 30, I've, you know, it's interesting that you said you almost did a series called election about the sovereign hand of God. Um, you mentioned earlier, I lived in Argentina for a little bit. I didn't want to come back. And part of why I didn't want to come back was just, I liked being in Argentina, but I felt that, man, I, I live in a country where as a woman, I can mm. get an education. Mm, right. Whereas just a, a human being, I have access to the gospel where mm. I can say Jesus right. Christ's name out loud. Yep. And yeah. I think yeah. I felt so convicted about my own stewardship of where God has me. And I think, again, I'll say, I'll say it again. It's easier to be critical than it is to think critically. Mm-hmm. And and that's to the Vidious. question of <laughs> that's to the that today, that's to the question of how, you know why even vote if our society is so broken mm-hmm. man like now more than ever let's think and critically especially yeah, young people exactly. you know Don't give up. but I I think the thing that frustrates me is it's it's so much work to <laughs> yes. try to figure out. Like I'll do research on a topic and I'll be more confused after I've researched it yeah. than before because you're just like how, you know, it's just really, really and I'm a poli sci major. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's really, really frustrating. Um, America has real issues. Uh, uh, many of them are race, race mm-hmm. issues. Uh, a lot of them are governance and economics and, um, you know, uh, you know, there, there are things about Donald Trump that I really like. Um, and there are things that I just, I just, I, I, I just don't know. And, and so, you know, um, my hope is that if, if, you know, you know, we need to have continued discussions on our economic relationships with Europe, with China, because those things have put an extreme downward pressure on San Bernardino, mm. you know, San Bernardino, look, I love San Bernardino when we lost the steel mill, when we lost the base, we, we lost the whole economy. It's not coming back until manufacturing comes back that in a true. real way. Sure. That doesn't happen until we stop paying Chinese uh, mountain children, because they're not even Chinese, so I don't even know what ethnic group they are, 25 mm. cents a day to manufacture our mm. stuff. And, and all of you woke people with your Nike tennis shoes on, that's what makes those shoes. And mm. that's, that, that's, part, that's part of the thing, right? We have these woke athletes that are enslaving children all over the world mm-hmm. to make their shoes so they can make a hundred million dollars. And it's Ooh. disgusting. It's all disgusting. And so to say it's just mm-hmm. Trump or that Biden will fix it, we have to take a right. real look and say, you're right, you're right. you know, we have, to, we, have to, we have to really pay people to do the things we need them to do and, 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 and like pick our food, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, those things are important people. And, and I know you look at Vivi. Well, you need to look at me because my family came to California to pick food. Mm-hmm. We picked food. We, we, we were the Hondurans. We were the Ecuadorians. We were the Okies and the Arkies, right? The poor white trash that came to California because there was no jobs during the Dust Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's why my family came out here and they lost everything. And, and we need to say, okay... Clearly, things aren't working. We, we need to wow. take a look at these things. But to say the Democrats will fix it or the Republicans will fix it, you're, you're a pawn. That's yeah. what you Amen. are. And, and we true. have to step it's back true. and say, okay, yeah. we all need to take a chill pill. Yeah. And we need to understand that there are re- these are, there are real issues. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, we, and I think that politicians use us. 
I think evangelicals get used by abortion. Mm. I think the black community gets used with, with race politics. And, and, and we've been doing this now for 40 years. And we all believe, like you said, now more than ever, that you go, go back and watch every election mm -hmm. since 1976. They'll say the same thing. And so what they do is they get us in our camps and we get all excited and they go there and we can't continue to have politicians, white, black, Hispanic, male, female, go to Hollywood, go to D.C. as middle income people and leave as millionaires. That cannot happen. Mm. That doesn't that that, that, that does. That's, that's not that's right. That's true. If somebody's average income is one hundred thousand dollars and they go to D.C. and 20 years later, they leave as, as a multimillionaire and their salary went down. Come on, people. I mean, they're getting money from somewhere. And sometimes it is the Russians. Sometimes it is the Chinese. And, and we need to look at these, even our educational institutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to look at that. Yeah. When you look at what an educational institution can charge a Chinese national, I mean, and I'm, I'm going crazy here, <laughs> but, but to say it's Trump, I mean, that, you know, I... He does things that drive me crazy. You know, you go deal with the media. I did it, what, 30 minutes. And I came home and I told my wife, I was like, I was just like Trump. I mean, I lost yeah. my mind. I lost yeah. my mind. Yeah. Because it's frustrating. Because mm -hmm. what they do, what you don't see, is they just keep asking the same question over and over again to pester you. And then you get a reaction and then you go, I feel stupid. Um, and I told Tammy, I, I, I'm grateful to work at Sandals because at least... Most people here like me and want me to succeed. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not true out there. Yeah, well, so, so what I would say good. is it, it's, it's a multifaceted, complex issue. Mm -hmm. and, and the root is evil. The root is, the root is right. greed. But there are systemic issues, not only racism, but there are systemic issues in education. We yeah. don't value that's education. Right. We, yeah. we, we, we have systemic, systemic issues with accountability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're not accountable. 100%. You're not mm. accountable. You need to know your pastor, we ain't getting a stimulus check. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because we save, yeah. we work, we, we don't, we don't get it. When I put in, mm -hmm. I don't get out. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that feel that. And that's another side. And I had somebody tell me, well, you should, you should feel grateful for the amount of money you pay. Wow. I was like, wow. I wish there was a verse. I need a verse. Right. I need give a me a verse, Jeff. Give me a verse. I need a verse. Somebody told me that. Lean not on wow. your own understanding. Somebody told me that. Wow. Are you serious? You know? And I'm like, and you know how you know how hard we hustle to all the jobs, all the writing, wow. all the gig, yep, all the extra yep. gigs you take. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I'm sitting in my house. No, it's not like no. Sandals is writing me a big check. No. It's like I'm working all these different angles all the time. I've seen your car, brother. Ain't no right. Mercedes. Oh, or come on, like that. now it's a Subaru. Yeah. Come on, right? Subaru. I love it. I love right. my Subaru. Simple. Gets I don't like mileage. the seats though. I'm sensitive. I, I, I man, well, I, I got soft. Now, right? I got soft. That's my foot. Oh, yeah, especially well, you, now. You, you bought them too. I thought yeah, that, that, I know, I do. I got, sorry to bring it back I got issues though. on my bottom. Okay, <laughs> so politics is a complex <laughs> issue, but yes, here's the thing. Is. No matter what I say, somebody's going to lose their mind because we're all in our camps. And, um, you know, and I think I think this year is, is you know, it, it, it is what it is. And, um you know, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what the answer is there. Um, I think a lot of us are focused nationally, and we need to get. We need to wake up locally because a yeah, lot of these evils good. are happening locally. Really they good. are. They are. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll just tell you the voter turnout. You know, if everybody at Sandals just voted for me, I could win anything. Probably uh, congressionally, yeah. mm -hmm. senatorial, just just our church. That's how few people vote. Yeah. Like if I get 20,000 votes, Man, I mean, that's wow. a lot of votes. Man, wow. mm -hmm. So, and it didn't matter if I put a, an R next to my name or a D, oh, right, yeah. right? right? Either right, side, because right. sure. some people don't, they just, they yeah, don't ever yeah. look. Yeah. They just check, 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 check. So, 
So, and Sandals Church could swing it in any direction. I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so love you guys. Um, we're gonna probably gonna take a break for a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm gonna be taking some vacation, some much needed R&R. Amen. And uh, we'll be excited to have you guys back. Thank you for your questions. And thank you, Vivi Diaz, someone that you. I see, that I love and I trust. Thanks. And, um, you know, truly, I mean, you can tell she can talk. Oh, come on, girl. The girl can talk. <laughs> come on, you better bless Thanks, us. Guys. Yeah. And let me say this. <laughs> The key to any point of view is being able to articulate things. Hmm. And as Christians, we have to be able to articulate our view. Yeah. But some of you are more concerned about who's in the Oval Office than who's in heaven. And you need mm. to check yourself. You need to look at yourself. Because the Bible, unfortunately, says it all gets worse. Man. So, right. Jeff, yeah. I'm glad you're here. I can't wait to meet glad your family. I, I follow you on Instagram now. Absolutely. Yeah, so brother. your family is beautiful. They, mm-hmm. All glory to God. Oh, my God. This <laughs> is my wife. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are. They're yeah. cute. They're cute. It's, oh, man, they're not just cute. Yeah, they're right. they're gorgeous, man. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Have a great day. Uh, be smart. To quote Vivi Diaz, don't just be critical. Think critically. critically. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that was good, dude. That was so good. Oh.